Hi, everyone. Welcome back to You Dim Some, You Lose Some, Casa Minnesota's very own podcast. And we're going to be continuing on with the position podcasts. So I'm Amanda New. I use pronouns like she, her, hers. I'm a third year studying finance and accounting with a minor in business analytics. And I am Casa's treasurer this year. And just to talk about what I do the big thing that I do is apply for grants and like write grants for big events like Moonfest and Chinese New Year and any other event that would require significant funding beyond what we can afford. I also keep track of merch sales. So like the Venmo, all of that. And I update the ledger with all of our purchases with corresponding receipts and documentation just to make sure we're using CASA money for actual CASA things and I also have access to the bank account, which is very powerful. And I also get to just handle anything financial, monetary, just all the money stuff, I guess. So my favorite CASA related thing this year would probably be, I have several actually. So my first one would be the ABG Times CASA event last fall. It was just really surreal having them speak to us because this past summer I was an avid listener of their podcast and it was just amazing that we got them to come out to the University of Minnesota virtually and just speak to us about relationships and careers and it was just really cool. I also really enjoyed the merch that Shirley designed this year. I think she killed it. I wear them all the time. They're so comfortable. The logo for the board hoodies and then like the little CASA NASA inspired t-shirt. So cute. Love it. And then I also really like Henny's Chinese New Year video that he played at the end. I knew it was coming, but I still teared up. Like, I don't know. I was prepared. I was expecting something like that, but I didn't know what to expect. And I got very um, emotional. So something I did this year that I really enjoyed in my position would be just making spreadsheets to keep track of things. That probably sounds really boring to some people, but I really enjoy it. Spreadsheets are my thing. I love it when it works the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, I'm a very organized person. So like having that to keep track of everything is just perfect. So now I'll move on to some general board member responsibilities or position-specific duties. You really get out of CASA what you put into it. With every event, there's usually the option to join a subcommittee for that event and help plan it. So I really encourage whoever is going to be on board next year to just join as many subcommittees that you're able to handle because that changes the trajectory of your board experience. This past year, I was on the ABG committee and helped plan for that. I got to meet the ladies of ABG before the actual event, like we had meetings with them several times. It was pretty cool. And I was also on the mental health event, the express and de-stress one and helped plan that. And it was just really rewarding. And the thing that I like about CASA is that it really pushes you and lets you initiate what you're passionate about. So if you're passionate about one topic, you can plan an event for that and like share that passion or that interest with other people. And there's many opportunities for that. So this past year, we also got to bond with other boards a lot. We played games with them and just got to know the leaders, officers of other student orgs on campus. And I also just really love hanging out with the board in general, just really chill, like not serious stuff, but um, like Saturday night calls. And we just talk for like hours. So some traits 
that would probably be good for this position. I'm sure you have heard this in the other podcasts, but organization, huge trait. There's so many moving parts that you have to just keep track of in a manner that makes sense to you. Another good trait would be attention to detail with grant writing and just requesting for money. Um, you have to be very specific with like what items you're requesting for and how much is that item going to be. And also like grant rules, like this past year, there were a lot of changes due to COVID. You can only request money for prizes up to a certain dollar amount in value. So you have to pay attention to the guidebooks and the rules for each grant that you're applying for, just to make sure that you don't break them. Another good trait would be persuasive slash informative writing skills. When you write the grants, you're trying to convince whoever is reading it to give us the money. And you do that by being persuasive and convincing them that like, this is what the GA is going to get out of it. This is what we're going to bring to the community and what benefits we'll get and how many people we're expecting. And so have a solid understanding of the event so that you can be informative in your grant writing and persuasive. Another good trait would be responsibility. I think this can be applied to essentially all of the positions, but um, responsibility within like checking your emails for any like communications or being cognizant of deadlines with grants. Everything here is applying to grants because that's like the big thing that um, treasurer will have to do. But with deadlines, a lot of them are like 30 days before the event or 45 days before the event. So you should probably like know those small details way in advance just to make sure that you don't miss that deadline. Another good trait would be being a good communicator. You're going to have to probably work with a bunch of other board members to figure out the small details of the event. I had to work with the events coordinator, Alexis, a lot this past year just to figure out like what's like the goal of this event or like what are the logistics of it and like talk to marketing to see what the marketing plan is because all of that needs to be detailed and like written out in the grant when you apply for them and also just being good at communicating when you need help. A lot of the times I had the events coordinator and the president or sometimes the VPs look over the grants I write just to make sure that I touch all the bases and don't be afraid to ask for help because I found that everyone's more than willing to help. And just being adaptable and flexible. Um, sometimes you just have to assume the worst and think that you might not get the grant. And is, is there a plan B or like, what's the alternative? And to not get a grant is fine. I actually, this past year, experienced not obtaining a grant, but then they were super flexible and allowed me to like edit stuff from the grant to make it comply with the rules. Then I was able to get it, but just be flexible for times like that and don't be let down. I know it's a huge stressor, but it'll all work out in the end. And also a trait that you do not have to be for this position is that you don't have to be a Carlson student or a student studying finance or accounting. It doesn't matter what you study or what school you're in. You can be treasurer as long as you're willing to learn. I think those are the biggest skills, but you do not need to be a Carlson student at all. So finally, on tips on how to prepare for elections, um, reach out to me or any other board member. It shows that you're interested and maybe we'll give you some tips. I don't know. You have to reach out to us to find out. Write a speech that showcases your experience and your skills and maybe cater it to the position that you're applying for. So for treasurer, you might need to be 
having like great attention to detail. Maybe you think of a time when you had to do that or when you had to be flexible or adaptable because something didn't go your way. So like, yeah, just think of stuff like that and be prepared to like just share it with us. And it really shows us how you think and how you work. And also with your speech, practice it, figure out what doesn't sound natural to you or natural to say. And with the online format this year, it's pretty easy to just, you know, have like a split screen with your speech on one half of your screen and you can just reference it or read it. I read mine and it worked out fine. And also just be genuine in your speech, in your application and in the Q&A part. We want to know the real you and not some facade of like what you think we want to see. Just be yourself and it'll all work out. Everything will work out in the end. But yeah, so some ending notes. My biggest regret of college was not being involved with CASA sooner. I did join the family program my first year, but I was not as involved as I would like to be. And I'm kind of sad that like my time at CASA is running short because I'm graduating soon. Well, like this fall. But um, I'm really grateful for CASA. They have literally been my home on campus. Well, not like literally my home in the literal sense, but like, you know, they're my home. The people are my home. So yeah, when you join CASA, you will find a great community that's super supportive of your passions and interests and will want to push you to be better and be a better version of yourself and experience a lot of growth. And another thing is you get like a couple lines on your resume. That's about it for this podcast. As always, if you have any other questions about running for board, being a treasurer, or just anything else in general, you can always reach out to me and I would be happy to chat. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.